Hi, my name is Tina, and I talk a lot. A lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show, Tina Talks A Lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. Okay, guys, we're getting a little deep today. We're going to talk about where were we last year. So a couple of years ago, I got this message from a really close friend of mine that said, where were you last year? Her wanting me to reflect on the previous year. Now, this particular year in question was really hard. Like, knock you on the ground, you can't get out of bed, kind of hard. But I got up a lot, even though it was so incredibly difficult. If you've been here on my journey for any amount of time, you know some of the struggles that had happened in the last few years. In this year, I did more self-work than I had, I feel like, in my entire life. I found myself in the mess, the mess that I had almost solely created. I knew that I was the only person that could bring me back to the foundation of who I was with the help of God and a little bit of therapy. And you know what? During this time, I ran across this quote and it served me so much along the journey. And I ran across it again as I was writing out this year in review. And I thought it was timely once again. I've never seen any life transformation that didn't begin with a person in question finally getting sick of their own BS by Elizabeth Gilbert. You guys, I hit 2018 running. I had kicked so much yuck out of my life in 2017 that I couldn't even imagine what could be left that needed to go. Clearly God had some different plans. I spent 2018 in a bit of a haze, holding on to a past I had no intention of going back to, a past that involved my big, beautiful office, it was big to me, employees, and a large pile of clients. Now, I'm not going to say never will I go back to that, but in this time of my life, my priorities are definitely my kiddos, my family, being here, raising them, and not managing an entire team. Now, to be honest, I remember very little about what 2018 had to offer. I wrote very little about these 12 months. I didn't write in my kids' journals. I didn't blog a whole lot. My podcast was sparse. And I realized it was because I didn't know what to say. I felt empty. I felt I didn't have a whole lot to offer. I knew I was about to release even more, though. In late 2018, my word of the year for 2000 hit me. Now, this may happen to you if you guys have this reflection of a word um, or the idea of centering your year around a word. It usually comes to me in the fall for the next year. Like, I'm ready to move on from my previous word. And that word hit me. It hit me so hard. That word was release. And I thought, wow, this is really going to challenge me. Like, really? The word release? Like, what else can go? I thought I did the work. Like, I 
I knew though that there was still more that was in my world that had to completely be released. Like I couldn't hang on just a little bit. I knew I had to focus on one thing and really one thing only, meaning that my business I had created for 10 years had to close and it did. I closed it and it was not easy. I remember not having a whole lot of emotion initially as I was, you know, closing out my office and then, you know, shutting down this, this corporation and my husband made me reflect on things and really just shed these tears. And over this course of a year, I probably should have done that honestly a little bit more. Now my coach, Eric Learmark, often says to me, eliminate to illuminate. And I'm going to say that again, eliminate to illuminate, meaning release so other things can shine brighter. And that I did, my friends, I released more toxic thoughts, more bad friendships, not bad people, bad friendships, toxic relationships, tons of physical stuff, tons of it, and a business that I had once called my baby. All year I spent releasing, and thanks to Marie Kondo, the physical stuff was easy. It has been the emotional stuff that has been a bit harder. I've felt like a freaking broken record. As I've jumped on to these business coaching sessions with my coach, Erica, I have asked, had to ask like who I am, who is Tina now? Who is Tina without the office? Who is Tina without the staff? Who is Tina online? Who is Tina on her podcast? What do I have to offer? What do people want to hear from me? And for this reason, I was still a bit silent in this last year. Can you say pity party? And it was a long party, about 12 months or longer. And I'm not gonna lie, it was lonely. And if I'm being completely honest, it's still a little bit lonely. As I record this, I'm hanging in my office, in my basement, alone. Not one person had walked in my exact shoes and I've had very few people that could relate with my story. Don't get me wrong, I have tons of support, but relating and supporting are totally different. Now in 2019, I grew a strong attachment to my phone. Told you this one was gonna be a little deep and a little vulnerable. And I allowed my time to be swallowed by the scroll. I was grieving. My anxiety raged and my voice was dulled. I stalled on launching a new website. I squeaked out a few blogs, a handful of podcasts, and about a dozen Instagram posts a month. But guess what? I learned a lot. I learned that I need people. I learned that I can't start my day on my phone. I learned that I need to have accountability in every single area of my life. I learned that the relationships around me need consistent attention to thrive. And because of that, I can't have as many friends as I once did. I learned that I need more rest than I thought. Doesn't mean sleeping because, oh my goodness, do I sleep, but I need more rest throughout the day, more rest from the computer, not meaning I'm taking a nap or sitting down all the time, but I need to rest from work. So the year of releasing, there's no doubt that there is more for me to let go. I think there always is. This is a constant, uh, 
shedding of stuff that maybe we put into our life that served us at one point, but the longer serves us. I would say though, I rocked what 2018 gave me and what it has prepared for me to create in 2020. This next level of Tina is just getting revealed and I like it a lot. I feel like I'm literally coming out of this like shell, which some of you may be like, what? You felt like you were in a shell, you're crazy girl. But I have, I have been, and I know that that needs to be released. Now this Tina, this version of me, my 2020 version, gets to say yes to sitting down with her pastor each week to discuss the plans for the church. I cherish this time on a weekly basis to be able to be a volunteer support staff for my church and to really be a blessing in this area. This Tina gets to go to school lunch with her kiddos and tend a pile of sporting events, which let me tell you, as I often joke on online, that here I am, hockey mom at the rink again. I love every single minute of it. And when I have to miss a game or I have to miss an event, it is difficult for me because I cherish these times so much. Now this Tina gets to say yes when a leader on her team needs help. You guys, I'm supporting and helping dozens of people wanting to build their own doTERRA team and I love this part. I love strategy. I unapologetically love helping someone grow their business because that means they're helping support people with their health and their wellness, but also financially, which is huge and something we shouldn't apologize about. It's amazing. I love that I get to say yes to this. I love that I get to jump on mentor calls on a weekly basis with leaders that really, really want to grow. This Tina gets to go on weekly date nights with her hubby. Now I know that some of you may be thinking, wait, what weekly? Yes, we make this a priority. And honestly, if we don't get four dates in in a month, we may cram two in that last week. Because <laughs> this is that important for me. I understand a few things about myself. And one of those is that quality time is my jam. And if I don't have it, I'm not the best version of myself. And so this priority is something that we have put on our calendar on a regular basis. Are we perfect? No. But on a regular basis, this is part of our life. Now, this version of Tina gets to spend time getting to know herself because she has drowned out the messages online. And this is an ongoing process, but I had to actually at the beginning of this year unfollow a lot of people online that I was comparing myself to. And my life has been so much better, you guys. It sounds crazy, but I know that many of you can relate that dumping these you know, comparison things, um, they weren't helping me grow. They were making me feel less than. And letting go of those and releasing those has helped me step into who I am, not because of who they are. These things light me up. All of these things that I just shared about the 2020 version of me, they light me up. They speak to my heart. This is honestly what I dream my life would look like. It's crazy to think back in previous years at what I wanted my life to look like in five or 10 or three years or whatever that is, what I wanted it to look like. I wasn't creating that at the time. 
So how did I think that all of a sudden it was going to just land in my lap? <laughs> so in business, we focus on numbers, tracking, goals, because it's easy to ask those questions. It's easy to show up at a networking event or on a Zoom call with someone or to connect with someone in your organization or outside of it and talk about these things. Hey, have you reached your goals? Hey, how many employees do you have? Hey, da da da, right? And it's so easy to ask those questions. The hard things to ask, though, are the ones about our hearts. I'm not asking you to share your story. Like, I share my story all the time. I get that not everyone is comfortable bearing all. But I will ask you to be open to this and to reflect on your own. To look at yourself and say, where was I last year? And look at all of the accomplishments. Often we see these memes on social flying around about how, um, you know, this year broke me, this year I got better, and this year I'm going to break through. I mean, I know you've seen some of these kind of things out there online. And the thing is, is that often just shrinks the year before. And we don't really value then the lessons, even if it was a hard year, we don't value the lessons of what we learned. The hard years is where we learn so much more, you guys. If everything was easy all the time, what learning would you have? So I want to challenge you to do some reflection. As you all wrap up this year and jump into the next one, I ask that you take a moment. Take that moment. Reflect on it. Truly reflect. Pivot and say yes to the things that light you up. The things that worked. The things that you learned from. So where were you last year? I truly care about each one of you and feel so amazingly blessed to have you in my life. Have you listening to my voice in your ears on a regular basis? And you guys, this new version of Tina is going to show up a whole lot more. Instagram is one of my best friends. Well, the people on there, I should say. <laughs> I love this podcast. You will see more in this next year because I will be launching a brand new community that I would love for you to be a part of. If it intrigues you even a little bit, send me a message. And I want you guys to truly step into who that 2020 version of you that is out there, that is wants to come out, that maybe has been in a shell like I was, and if, if 2020 needs to be a year that you grieve, that's okay too, because you'll learn from that as well. I did. I wish maybe I would have realized and got over it a little bit quicker. <laughs> but I know that no matter what, there's a version of you that's going to show up in 2020 and you can embrace it or not. So reflect on this past year, jump into 2020, shine bright, my friends, and rock out this very next year as best as you possibly can. Now, this podcast is actually sponsored by Soul Planners. I love this planner. It's absolutely one of my favorite planners. It's why I am as successful as I am on a daily basis, and I get through my tasks and my to-dos, and I show up for meetings on time, and I just stay simply organized. You can go to the link in our show notes to be able to get your very own Soul Planner so that 2020 is out of this world, planned and organized. I would also love if you guys jumped over and rated and reviewed this podcast 
over on iTunes. It just helps more people learn about this podcast and get more education. I hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you in 2020.